first reactionary uh, podcast episode since uh, Warlords of Draenor, since BlizzCon uh, happened. And so just wanted to kind of go over initial reaction, uh, kind of talk about the talents a little bit, my initial reaction, especially like which ones to choose for which spec, um, and then also about Mystic uh, difficulty and rating, and then Monks in general, and kind of the what I got from BlizzCon, as well as my speculation and things like that. Um, this coming weekend, um, that uh, we will have a show with uh, Rotunds for Woodwalkers. Uh, so I'll Rotun on and we'll kind of talk about, you know, uh, all the monk stuff. Uh, he was there at BlizzCon, so he'll, you know, maybe hopefully he asked a developer to get one of the uh, shindigs to, you know, the little mixers to be able to uh, get some more information from that. And so let's just kind of dive right in. Uh, so obviously the first initial reaction was the kind of like a flashback to Burning Crusade for myself. Um, I've been playing uh, World of Warcraft since vanilla. And so, well, I mean, since the start, basically a month after or two months after the release, the February after that release, so a few months. Um, and so for me, it's kind of like a flashback to the earlier days when you we you wake up and you think about playing um, just to play. Like, you know, you're not in a raiding guild. You're not doing too much. Um, I was doing some raiding, but like kind of very super casual. Like I think it was like a Friday or Saturday or something that we did raiding and that was it. But just logging in and just doing quests, doing, you know, uh, you know, PVP, Terran Mill, all that kind of stuff that they, everybody kind of reflected on. And the whole sense and idea that I got from, uh, Warlords of Draenor is that, um, it is like WoW 2.0. And that's kind of what everybody's you know, I've been talking to and a lot of older players as well is that it has that feel of like the original game, but then, okay, we went through everything and now it's like a rehash, especially with the model character models. I mean, the character models, I think I'm super pumped. And even though I like my, I, my Pandaren, I think I'm going to have to go to uh, be an orc. I mean, I was an orc originally. Um, and even uh, since the racials are going to be balanced now, which is another huge thing. Um, it looks like that. They're going to bounce racials around, so it's, one is not overpowered. Um, they may be more cosmetic. So very, I would expect, expect that uh, racials end up becoming more of a like, oh, this guy does a cool move, or you know, you take out a cosmetic pet. It's going to be more cosmetic, I think, now than anything that's going to actually affect gameplay in a tremendous way as far as a PVE experience um, and PvP as possibly as well. Um, but you know, I'll probably be going orc, uh, so I'll be an orc uh, monk, which is going to be kind of interesting since I'm used to uh, looking at everything in a Pandaren's point of view as far as like transmog and all that kind of stuff. So I'll have to start looking around for maybe some cool orc transmog stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically going into it, into the uh, my whole idea about Warlords of Draenor, it looks really awesome. Um, I would also anybody out there. I mean, I was you know very speculative. Uh, I mean, I was hoping that. Uh, things would happen that they would announce a lot of things, uh, especially about monks in general, or just maybe a design philosophy. But this is more of like pumping up the game. It's more for people that are coming there, as well as people watching that are maybe older players that aren't subscribed, uh, things like that, to be able to go back and look at the game and say, okay, what do you, show me what you're doing. And so for us, for the people that are currently playing, it's more like, hey, look at all this cool stuff happening. And so we won't know more for a while. Um, I would stay uh, if you want to go follow some places that will probably give you a little, uh, some update information as well. Um, I know Monk Meditation will uh, probably have some good information from there. Um, obviously, the instance usually has some information. Game Breaker is a definitely a good place to follow. 
they generally will have stuff there. Um, and then also, you know, you can always go to like the latest jerks or MMOC monk forums if you want to go there and just kind of browse around and just see what people post. Because there'll be a thread. If anything has changed, there'll be a thread when people find out about stuff like that. So if you're kind of worried about maybe cooldowns or, you know, mastery changes, especially for a Mistweaver, uh, it probably would work again as well. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if like the mastery changes. I mean, all masteries may change. Uh, you know, because now it's beta. I mean, I remember in the uh, mop beta, a lot of stuff changed all the time. So um, something to look forward to, uh, some of those announcements. Um, so kind of going into what was released, and that was the level 100 talents. And I'll have a little more insight, especially on the Windwalker side. And uh, Brewmaster and Mistweeper, when I get those people on, I will be trying to get uh, concurrent episodes released. In the next following weeks, so the next three weeks, uh, with this week being Windwalker, next week being uh, hopefully Brewmaster, or actually probably more like Mistweaver, and then the week after Brewmaster, hopefully get Dot on the program, maybe even with Rignos would be pretty cool. Um, get them back on and kind of talk about what they thought about the talents. Maybe they're kind of, maybe have more information at that point as well. Um, but let's just kind of dive right into it. So there's three new 100 talents for monks Vital Convictions, Chi Explosion, and Serene Miss. Now, Vital Convictions uh, for Brewmaster is a Soul Dance, which basically gives you Stagger for that does to magic damage. Um, in my opinion, that's probably going to be standard. I mean, I don't really see anything else on here that might be, you might take. Um, I guess if it's like a, a Thok boss, where it's 100% uh, um, you know, uh, physical damage, or roughly physical damage to that entire encounter, where, um, or, I mean... I, I can't really think of one where it's just constant physical damage, unless they, of course, they come up with a counter. So, if you there is going to be a counter, I would go stream miss for Brewmaster, and that is a uh, uh, which gives you Chi Synergy uh, uh, or Serenity, excuse me, <laughs> Chi Serenity, and which is you know uh, your Chi doesn't for uh, 10 seconds with a 1.5 minute cooldown, your you basically your Chi doesn't get consumed, so you basically have unlimited Chi for that 10 seconds. So you can get a lot of blackout kicks. I mean, I think. Stream Miss would be very good for if you if you struggle to get an opener like if you go for, like if you're not struggling to get a blackout kick up and you need to get that up instantly you get the active mitigation instantly and but still while doing some pretty decent DPS so you could probably you know spam a few spells um, to be able to get that going um, it also could be really good for high damage times where you have to like shrug off a bunch of damage all the time uh, that'd be another good thing so you could probably use it for an offensive and defensive uh, use like it has good usability there but. But I mean, Soul Dance is so overpowered right now in its current state. I mean, 30% of uh, the stagger amount works against magical damage is going to be so big for anybody because, you know, if you run with. Uh, I mean, obviously, we don't know what the numbers are going to look like, but say the percentages are the same. You know, you could run with, like, I think it's 12 or 13% uh, stagger. Then again, it's, it's going to be dependent on, like, you know, set bonuses, all these other things. Is it going to be also apply with blackout kick bonus or is it going to be just like the standard mastery ability so you know we still need to see how it's going to play out but i just think 30 percent of stagger amounts going to work against magical damage that's just that's pretty much op for a tank i mean you're going to be able to, to uh, negate a lot of damage you're going to smooth out the kind of spikiness that kind of happens to monk tanks um especially in like you know in this expansion with a lot of the you know high damage spell effects like say lei shen for instance um, another one, Malkarok, where there's a lot of spell damage going off uh, some of the time. If you like hit an orb or something like that, or <laughs> get hit by a, uh, a Breath of your stars or anything like that, uh, or or you know, Dark Shaman is a good one, for example, with a lot of spell damage going on constantly. Especially you know, whatever room you're in, because uh, you know, or room, whatever whatever strat you're doing. Uh, if you're taking like the Earthbreaker, you're taking the uh, uh, wave. I think it's a wave binder. Uh, um, 
you know, all those kind of things, you'd be taking constant damage. So that's one I would definitely go with Soul Dance. I mean, I think Cheek Explosion is good. It's good for AOE. Uh, you know, it gives you a shuffle. But the amount of chi you're burning for chi is just not worth it, in my opinion, for a brewmaster. I just don't really see that being anything great right now. Um, but then again, you never know. I mean, it could be just be do so much damage that you're going to want to take it for certain situations. Uh, so that goes into Windwalker. And again, I'll touch on this with Rotund uh, this weekend. So definitely check back probably around Friday afternoon, late Friday night for a specific time for that podcast episode to go up when we talk about the Windwalker perspective. Um, but... I mean, from what I see here, um, you're going to be using uh, uh, the uh, Chi Explosion for uh, any kind of AoE ability. It looks like it's going to do a lot of damage. It gives you, it gives you TB stacks. Um, it also strikes, you know, it, it's a damage over time effect. Um, and so I would think that it might be a good thing for that, you know, as, as far as like an AoE ability. Um, Hurricane Strike is kind of like a... Uh, the rogue has ability has it. Um, I forgot what it's called now, but it's, it's similar to the rogue ability. Um, and so, uh, sh- uh, shadow something. I'm, I'm completely completely blanking on right now. But it, <laughs> I bet you. I mean, well, who cares about rogues, right? Who cares about rogues? But uh, it's going to be just like the the rogue ability. So my suggestion would uh, to be to probably uh, you know depending on you, you could cheese with that ability, which is I don't think that'll happen because you're immune to all damage and effects. So. It's a 45-second cooldown. It does some damage, but then it, you know, you dash between multiple targets. Um, so, the, you know, it, we'll have to see how it plays out. But uh, I think it's going to be some one of those things that uh, you can easily cheese. Like, it's going to be more of a PvP ability. I, I would definitely take this if I was PvPing uh, with Windwalker. Uh, it's very good there. But then the one I would take again is, is Serene Mist. I think Chief uh, Serenity is just so good. You know, you basically. I was thinking about it. You could you could basically start it with a. You know, you do your chi, get up to four. Uh, you know, you get your you know your your TP stacked. You're low on haste. I mean, you could basically with this, you could really drop haste down even more. Um, it, this is basically this one talent could basically say, okay, I can drop some haste because you're gonna have for 10 seconds like no consumption of chi. So it's similar to how you have uh, FOF. Um, you are probably going to cap here though too, so I'm not sure if how it's going to be as far as TEB generation. But again, you're going to be spamming spells every second. So let's say if you're you know you're you're really good at it, you could probably get off like eight or nine nine uh, spells in that time period, depending on the GCD. You know, especially what they do with it or how fast you are at it clicking. But you could probably get around eight. Let's say eight conservatively, maybe even seven um, spells at a time, and just by spamming it. So you could spam so much uh, chi, I mean TEB stacks because of the new mastery and everything like that that you're just going to – I mean you could probably fill up your bar to 20 at one point. Even from a 10 stack or from a zero stack, you probably get to 20, you know, pretty quickly, or at least up to 12 or, or 15 as this way, uh, just by spamming those, uh, by spamming the abilities, and then also at the very end, right before that, that you know, comes off, similar to Retro Rune of Reorigination, right at that 0.1 second or 0.5 seconds, whatever you feel comfortable with, you pop a FOF, and it's basically a free FOF. You get that free three three chi, you get that damage component from it. Um, which I think is something that they're probably going to want to buff. And I would not surprise me if, if a Fist of Fury in uh, 6.0 becomes our staple spell because of how it does anim- you know animation. Um, it would not surprise me if maybe they remove the uh, breaks on ch- you know movement type of thing. Um, maybe they'll keep everything and be able to walk with it casting. So it'll be like a you know a, a conal effect. Well, I mean, it already is a conal effect, but I think you know what I mean. Like you know you won't break when you move, or at least talent it there. Uh, and then so for Mistweaver, 
And I, this was actually, I had a um, a tough choice with Mistweaver because, uh, you know, the the the, chi, the detonate chi, which is Vital Conviction's ability, um, it allows the causes the healing spheres to trigger instantly. And I'm thinking of fights like Thok, that would this be really great on, where everybody drops really low and then you have to heal them up, or you know, even with uh, a fight like Paragons, where you know may, people have to stand still for like Yokook, if you're, if you're doing that on Heroic right now, you know, you being able to stay, pop that and instantly heal—it's like a basically a secondary revival. Is kind of what I think of it. And then plus the two piece with this—I mean, that's insanely strong right now. It's going to be a huge cooldown that you can rely on. This is like the Mistweaver's cooldown that they've—you know—I I think it's basically. A great spell for Mistweaver and certain fights, though. I mean, on some of them, you just, you know, it's just not worth it because there's not enough people stacked up. But if you're stacked up and you're AoE healing, like Thog, for instance, or Malkarok's second phase, and people can't move really, so you, and you pop that, you get everybody healed up instantly without worrying about dying. Um, I think this is something that you can easily do. I think it's one of those spells that is going to be really strong. Um, I just don't think Chi Explosion is worth it. You just burn way too much Chi. I think that uh, it's it, you know just it summons eight, uh, eight spheres and air radius around a target that you summon on. Um, I just I just don't see. He says healed how, but the one thing there's like the four Chi healed allies are also healed for 800 over six seconds. That that might, that's gonna be interesting. Um, Oh, all allies within eight yards of the target. Okay, that's number two of the chi. So, hmm, again, this isn't one of those ones that are going to be probably might. I don't know. This is interesting now. Because it says eight, so I mean, it's probably going to be eight people that you can heal. It probably has a max target of eight, even though it says all. But this could be pretty good. And it, it consumes up to four chi, so you do chi brew, boom, boom, you go, and there you, you have it. But then uplift, you know, it's a standard to get two uplifts in, so. I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those things where you can give and take. It's gonna be. I mean, I think each of these is gonna be dependent on the fight, but you know, um, I don't know. That's a good one too. That's a really good AOE healing one. So I'm kind of tied on that. But the one I would always do. If you but see if you're not AOE healing. Let's let's say you're not gonna be ever stacked. Let's say it's like a. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of like a fight that in, in this current tier. Uh, maybe Iron Juggernaut, Galacross in the in the ad phase. You know, you're gonna want to be spread out. Amercius um, might be a one. Um, the next one is we're going to want to do is just Soothing Tendrils, which basically makes Soothing Mist a chain heal, which is going to be hilarious to see. Um, I wouldn't surprise me if they put a glyph with that to make it have a different color. So I think that's pretty cool. I think overall, I think overall these talents are very strong. And for being 100 level 100 talents, they definitely pack the punch. They they are way better than the level 90 talents. I mean, Zwen was okay. You know, it was cool when you had like, oh, we have a pet, ooh, awesome. But it, it just didn't really pack the punch. These ones, you can do each one. You like you like uh, Hurricane Strike and and Chief Serenity for Windwalkers are two ones you can say, hmm, I can use these in situations. I mean, it seems like that's what they're going with. Like you know, I go between Diffuse Magic and Dampen Harm a ton on any of my specs that I play, depending on what's in the fight. Like it's like, well, I have to soak a aim line. Okay, well then I'm going to use Dampen Harm because it's just you know 50% of that damage is just wiped off the table. Um, you know, but if I have to, you know, reduce dam uh, healing damage or anything like that, like say, um, you know, you're you're cutting the ads on Hero Garage, you know, hey, diffuse uh, magic's gonna be better because you can go directly through a swirling without taking any damage, and so you don't have to worry about oh, I'm gonna get caught up by these pack these waves or anything like that, or you can get right in when this when they spawn and not have to worry about them, you know, getting on any of targets. So, um, you know. 
those are two kind of things that you – they seem like this is going to be the same way. You're going to choose and pick and choose which one. Um, but for, unfortunately for Brewmasters, I think Soul Dance is – if you're going to be the main tank, Soul Dance is probably going to be the one you're going to pick up. That's probably going to be the, the number one thing. So that kind of wraps up 100, level 100 talents. So we obviously have more information from the you know people we have on the show to kind of talk about um, everything about that. Uh, I was kind of disappointed again at BlizzCon that they didn't really talk too much specifics. Like I was hoping that – with the new announcement of the new raid, that they would talk about the cooldown situation, which I know everybody is a monk understands it. I mean, brewmasters have a decent one at Vert Harm, but it's very oh, you can't. It's more of a personal, in my opinion, than a, really a raid. But you can use it in certain encounters, um, usually partnered with a Zen Med, um, and then you go with uh, you know misweavers that have just revival, which is more of a, a instant heal. But it does pretty good. It's just saves some raids, but it's not like an overtime heal or anything like that. It's just like a boom. And so you have like five people that, are, that need to be healed instantly and you know you can't do it in time and you have to do it. You have blow revival. You waste it for everybody else. Um, and then Windwalkers have none. So <laughs> we have personal survivability. No real – no cool – cooldown is the, the, the Tiger Eye Brew Chi Wave. Uh, I think that's what uh, you know what uh, Ghostcrawler originally said that Windwalkers can heal. And so I guess it's that Chi Wave uh, Tiger Eye Brew he's talking about. So, lastly, going into that, Mythic rating was announced, which means that, you know, a lot of people out there listening, if you're 10-man, you know, unfortunately, you're probably going to have to be looking for a new guild. Um, Hopefully not. Um, Hopefully that there'll be, you know, a lot of guilds out there that'll be able to merge together, but I think talking with a lot of 10-man players that I know, you know, personally, it, it seems like that it's just going to be easier for them just to disband at the end of the tier, at the end of the right before the expansion, like maybe a month or so, and go try to find a twenty, either a twenty-five man that wants extra players, or maybe a ten man that's trying to build. Um, some people just—it's a lot difficult for ten mans that over the years, that you know, last two years have been able to hone their roster to be able to get it to it's a, a really great place, and then now add ten more players, and basically another roster. So. It's very difficult for them to do that. It kind of sucks for 10-man, but I'm not going to go the route of like the deal with it that basically what Ian Hazakosa said, which is I thought was pretty comical because that's really what he said. He said, deal with it. This is what we're doing. And it, it reminds me a lot of the 40-man to 25-man. I mean, if you're 15 players on a – more than 15, 20 players got cut that day on a on – a, Basically, on a twenty, a forty-man roster that you're running, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are probably quitting at the time, taking a break. But I mean, forty to twenty-five was a huge hit for a lot of people. Uh, so this is kind of the same thing for at least for it's only five for twenty-five. Most twenty-five guilds probably won't even cut anybody, but probably more like replace people with better ten-man raiders. So. My suggestion out there is if you're in a 10 man guild that ends up breaking up over this, you know, it sucks, I'm sorry, um, but I would apply to some 25 man guilds because I'm sure that if even if they're the same rank, you know, make sure they work for you. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to go apply to Blood Legion and you're not that caliber of a Blood Legion player. Um, well, not even saying that, I hope you are, but uh, I think you get, you know, I'm trying to say, um, you know, make sure it's the right fit for you first before you apply, but, you know, a lot of 25 man guilds out there are probably going to say, hmm, we have these three apps here that are very strong that we could add right in, but we're at 25 right now. 
well, are there three players we can replace for these three players? And especially if they're pushing for server first or for, you know, very high ranks in US or world, they're going to consider that and do that. Um, so I would not give your hopes up about applying elsewhere. Um, so I personally think that, and I'll talk with this with Roten as well, get his opinion on it, but I'm great that they're finally having a one raid size for heroic content. I think that's the best thing to do for the game as a whole. Um, you know, it's, it's very difficult sometimes, especially during the middle of a tier, towards the end of a tier, to recruit quality players or to get just players in general because people are like, oh, it's the end of the tier, I'll just wait till the next expansion or the next tier. You know, they'll just be fine waiting it out. Um, but now with the new expansion coming out, there's going to be a large pool of players coming back that want to raid. Everybody's going to be on the same playing field. And I think it's going to be great that to me, okay, now we're going for one raid size. It was so easy to recruit for raiding in BC, um, even into uh, RAF, uh, because... 10-man was just kind of like, hey, let's just have fun and do it, where now it's like a progressive, you know, hardcore uh, area in the current content. And so it's going to be kind of that way where there's going to be a lot of raiders out there. People for, So if you're a guild, if you're a officer, GM, and you're listening, you're like, oh, man, you know, we need to get a couple people for this. You know, say some people have said they're going to retire at the end of the expansion, just even with uh, Wrath of Draenor, maybe, maybe Wrath of Draenor, Warlords of Draenor. Um, I would definitely keep your hopes up. And, uh, you know, look towards the forums and just, you know, keep your recruiting open and just make sure you're out there and everything like that. So I think Mystic rating is, is uh, Mystic. I think it's actually Mythic now. I just realized that I wrote Mystic down here. And it's actually Mythic. So you've probably been laughing for the last few minutes. <laughs> it's late. I, I forgot to get this, uh, forgot to get this done on the weekend. Uh, just because a lot of stuff was going on, I was just you know really super busy, and so I just wanted to get it out before uh, before the week's out. I uh, just kind of get my initial thoughts on it. Uh, so the episode's kind of gone a little long with my rambling, um, but in, in the in, uh, summation, uh, monks, some monks, unfortunately, I think Windwalker, unless they make some nice big changes, especially either with the reduction of cooldowns for other classes or give Windwalkers a, a cooldown of some sort. I think, unfortunately, Windwalkers are going to be on the short end of the stick in a lot of guilds. So that's one of those unfortunate things. But, you know, I want you to stay Windwalker. And I know you want to stay a Monk or you want to stay a Miss Weaver. You might want to stay a Brewmaster. But if anything comes down, you are getting a free 90 with the Wrath uh, Warlords of Draenor. Uh, or Draenor. And so you can play any class that you want. You're going to get a, basically a catch-up mechanic with all your with all your buddies. And so you can just choose whatever class you want to be to go forward. Um, but hopefully you stay with the monk. And uh, that's pretty much it for this episode. It's kind of ran a little long. I do tend to ramble when I have someone talk with me to kind of guide along. And I don't get to ask them questions let them talk. Uh, so if you have any questions, you can go and reach a sh uh, contact the show at show at monkcraftpodcast.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at monkpodcast. You can hit myself up on Twitter at goldenverses. And then, uh, you know, contact me or anything like that if you have any questions or comments. Um, we are actually on Stitcher, which is pretty awesome. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. Uh, very pumped to be on Stitcher. So, uh, again, we're going to be having a show this Friday with Rotund. And we'll be talking about Monk stuff, mainly Windwalker, and Warlords of Draenor and everything like that. Talents and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, stay tuned for that. And then followed by Brewmaster and Mistweaver. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. And we hope to have you back next week. Thank you.